So, okay, uh, let me get this going. I don't even know what the intro is going to be. Fuck it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. It's actually a, a point five. So this is episode 153.5. It sounds like a Kingdom Hearts title to a game. Point seven, eight, Remix. five. <laughs> but this is the episode before <laughs> the third annual Halloween Screamathon. Y'all, we are almost there. Three years of my life talking about things I love. It's fun. I really like doing it. So I tasked my friend. And somehow he suckered us into it. Right? (laughs) So I tasked my friends, my beautiful friends in the Spooky Movie Squad, to sit down with the, I don't know how many movies it was, a fuck ton of movies we watched last year from uh, today to last October, 74 movies. 74 movies to find the five that they thought were the absolute best in their hearts. It's not going to be my heart. And the one that they were like, that wasn't that good. <laughs> so uh, it was very ar- 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 arduous. Arduous, is that, that's the word? Arduous? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm bad with words today. Um, I sat down. It was a real, it, it was hard to figure it out but a real sophie's choice for yeah, i was i was gonna say it i said that to somebody they were like oh <laughs> i was like oh shit maybe i should stop saying it so much um yeah a real sophie's choice so we sat down and we are going to tell everybody tell the world our five movies that just moved us so katie what were your top five movies of the year okay these are in no particular order because i cannot narrow it oh, down I couldn't do that. more than just these are my top five. There's no like this is the best oh, movie yeah. I've ever no, seen. I, I couldn't do that. They were all really fucking good. So um the first one I gotta mention is the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. That was yeah. so fucking cool. Like the movie at this point now is over a hundred years old. Yeah. And was captivating had me like i couldn't look away like not only because it was a silent film but i was just captivated by what was happening on the screen (laughs) (laughs) uh the fucking visual effects that they were able to pull off in black and white were incredible and the way that they painted the different scenes uh, or the different set pieces for the scene transitions was really fucking cool the story was really good it was just an awesome fucking movie. And then I got host. I know yeah. I know Otis got host. Was um, good. <laughs> this is probably one of the few movies that we watched over the course of this year that legitimately scared me. If I mean you've been around, you were around for 2020. You ha- have definitely experienced sitting on a fucking zoom call um and how shitty and just monotonous it can be well this movie like they fucking host a seance and shit goes sideways because of course it does and it's only 45 minutes because that's all you get for a free fucking zoom meeting um yeah it was a lot and i i really fucking liked it like it was there was nobody in the cast who they was like all no names it was made for like the price of the cameras i guess like yeah. they, they it was like the cheapest fucking film but it was really fucking scary it's absurdly good. it was really really good yeah. and then 
Um, one cut of the dead yeah. was just <laughs> revolutionary. I would say, in as far as scary movies go, it was so good. I have never, and I doubt I will ever see again a scary movie made the way that they made this film. Um, you get to see the scary movie part of it, and then the next two thirds of the movie is how they fucking made the scary movie and all the different things elements that went into all the crazy like pop-ups and weird makeup choices and different things that were happening to the actors in the in said movie it's just it was so good like unexpectedly so i i loved the zombie thing and then it just took a twist when they started showing how the fucking movie was made um I also really, really loved uh, Hashtag Alive. Yeah. Um, zombie movies this year slash foreign films were just off the charts for me. And I loved all of them. It was really hard to cut it down. My last, like, when I got down to my top 10, half of them were Korean horror films because they were all so fucking good. It was really, really hard for me to cut it down, but Alive was really fucking cool. Um, I loved the the idea that these two people who were still living through this zombie apocalypse were able to communicate to each other from across buildings and then make their way to each other, become friends, and like end up living. Like it was so fucking cool. And they were doing it all through like social media and different things. Like it was just really really smart and a really good movie and the my fifth one again no real order here my fifth one is 2020's invisible man yeah that movie was so raw and so scary so fucking good like i was on the edge of my seat that entire film trying to not scream to not be scared and it was not working like the way that they filmed the quote-unquote invisible man was just so real and terrifying and it's all it's it's a very scary real life situation like the whole movie and the everything that happens is very realistic it's all about like sexual assault and an abuser and him stalking basically his ex yeah but with a fucking invisibility cloak yeah, on. an abuser that's invisible. Yeah, assault, and he's man. making everyone around her think that she's fucking nuts. Yeah, gaslighting everybody it's around just, her. Oh, it man, it's was so, good. so creative oh, and so different from the original. Oh, like, God. they took the original concept from the 1940s Invisible Man and modernized it and made it just incredibly scary. And, yeah, that movie was great, save for, like content warning like you gotta be if, trigger warning yeah so it was really fucking good and i liked it a lot um yeah. micah yeah let's do this <laughs> totally top five hope i counted correctly all right so first off is an all-time favorite of mine has been pretty much since the day i saw it in theaters and that's gonna be 30 days of night i yeah uh I really think that, yes, Josh Hartnett is a big pretty boy, but he is 
a pretty phenomenal actor and he chooses his roles carefully it seems like because he's not in a crazy amount of things he doesn't just sign on because he's a big name he takes roles that he's gonna you know kill it in and this role in particular was you know it's kind of out there i mean it's not like (laughs) this was a mainstream movie yes it had him and it had some uh actors in it and actresses that we you know you've seen in other roles and everything like that um but it was kind of cool to have a twist on just being in Alaska and uh, having them suffer through a natural phenomenon where it literally was 30 days of night and them trying to survive through it against a horde of uh, vampires that sent their familiar in, uh, their familiar in to kind of lay waste to all their communications and everything like that. It was just a really, really cool modern twists on uh vampires that i think the setting really made it a little bit more relatable for its you know making it that modern yeah so that one will always be one of my favorite movies fucking love that movie and i I love that otis loves it too because you know (laughs) it's just good that somebody else you know gets those same vibes from that one that's all right we got a we got a uh a hard on for Josh Hartnett. It's all right. Yep. I'll admit it. A hard on, <laughs> a on for Josh Hartnett. Uh, I did too when I was second one is definite. Pearl Harbor. Accurate. Okay. I'm still 12 at heart. Uh, second one is definitely going to be One Cut of the Dead. I fell in love with it the, the minute I watched it. It just gave off Japanese uh, Shaun of the Dead vibes. And I love the the whole thing where it was like three movies in one, where it was just the movie itself, the convincing him to make the movie, and the background of him actually making the, the film. Oh, it just, what a fun fucking idea. And I really hope they do other things. Like, like it's, it's pretty cool to see a movie about the process of making a movie, but then putting it in an unrealistic situation where it's like, okay, you got 45 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> let's do this uh number three i really really enjoyed leslie vernon behind the mask yeah that one was otis thank you that one was fucking awesome i had never heard of it before i didn't know what it was that was incredible that was such a fun like just a fun i, I don't know I, I don't know the right way to describe it. It was just fun, <laughs> you know, being behind the scenes and having the camera crew just letting it happen and then them not being okay with it. And, you know, most of them getting killed in the end anyway, just because it's like, well, he's still a murderer. So uh, you're going to die now. All right. Uh, that one was, what a great fucking, you see, that's the thing. Like people got to be creative with horror movies. Nobody goes out to see horror movies anymore. They don't make a ton of money. So you got to do something crazy with it. Yep. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one, that one was definitely a, a dark horse because I'd never heard of it before. So I'm here for that one. Um, what was the other one? You have two more. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely Cagliari. I'm sure all of us are going to have that in Caligari. our Caligari. Sorry, 
I, I think all of us are going to have that, you know, in our at least top 10, if not the top five. Uh, even more, you know, we watched a bunch of that. We had that whole month dedicated to those original horror films, but that one definitely stood out on its own anyway. Um, I know it was definitely kind of an artsy fartsy feel, but that kind of translates really well. Like that's kind of a style that, yeah, only some people are going to like it versus, you know, it's a niche audience is going to enjoy that more than mainstream, but it's something that is timeless. You know, art is always going to have its, its role. I know I just, you know, put on my cliche pants and and put on my, (laughs) my hoity toityness, but no, I, I, they're, that movie caught me off guard as one of us, as one of those ones that all four of us were just like, holy fuck, that was amazing. And, you know, it would have been cool to have experienced that back in the 1930s when there were no horror films and that was just it. And it would have been, it would have been really, really cool to experience that for the first time in that kind of setting. Um, you know what? Grabbers. I fucking loved that movie. Holy crap. That was a great call. Thank you, Michael, for picking that one out for us. But Michael? Barbara. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. I was like, did you mistake your name right now? No, I didn't choose that time. one. <laughs> fancy name. But uh, that movie, that movie was awesome. I know it was probably low budget. Maybe not. In the, sen- in the sense that it was probably an entire Irish um, film studio, and I don't really know their budgets or anything like that, but I don't know a whole lot of Irish-made films, and that one did really well. Like, one of those where the CGI wasn't so out of place that, you know, because goddamn did we watch a lot of movies with CGI that was so out of place it was annoying. Yep. So uh, <laughs> that movie was definitely a dark horse, and, and what a great way to throw back to, you know, everybody thinks Irish are a bunch of drunks anyway, so let's make a horror movie about it, and uh, it's the only way to stay alive. So suck yep. it and take a shot. You got it. <laughs> uh, are we doing honorable mentions as we go, or is that going to be a whole uh, thing after? You got any honorables? Uh, if you want to toss it out now, go ahead. Yeah, honorable unmentionables. Uh, well, definitely my nostalgia uh, honorable mention is going to be Boogeyman. Because yeah. I don't know why, but as a kid, I latched on to that movie as being like one of my all-time favorite horror movies that I could always remember. Um, it was still a in, entirely not scary 100 percent psychological just kind of a mind fuck in the end you know when they're running through the doors and everything like that and you know nobody believes him he's the guy who comes back and he's like oh you still believe in in the boogeyman oh jesus here we go you know not not quite unlike the darkness falls yeah you know they bring back the main guy who's been gone for so long and he's still he's still you know believes in that horror story and everybody's like ah you're you're a dumb bitch like come on grow up uh but it's still it's still a pretty good movie it was as as intense as i remember but <laughs> still a good one so that's my my nostalgia pick my nostalgia pick okay 
Hey Emma. Hey me. Did you have some favorites? I have. Quite I kind of want to. I kind of want to hear some of your five favorites. <laughs> okay, I have a lot more than five, but I just picked five at random because I have a problem picking favorites. Um, so one of mine was also one cut of the dead because, well, it's already been explained so many times that I think I'm going to once again say, sure was, yeah. And then after that, Santa Jaws. <laughs> I loved that movie so much. That, that was the dumbest. Yeah, that movie was the dumbest, most incredible movie I've ever watched. Uh, and then Midsummer actually enjoyed. That was really uncomfortable. Oh, God, yep. so uncomfortable. Like... Not in a horror-ish kind of way, but in a real kind of way. Kind of how you describe Invisible Man, Katie. It just, it was really fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And then I had Trick or Treat, because that was adorable. So good. And yeah, Sam is so cute. And then, in all honesty... My fifth favorite movie was astonishing to me that I actually, like I'm prepped and ready to watch it again. And I was so not okay when we brought up watching this movie, Z, them, the two of them. And I was not prepared for it, but it, both the it movies, so I good. loved them. I loved them. They were terrifying. Yeah. And I honestly have an issue with storm drains now. But <laughs> I mean, my son came my home life. from school. Yeah. My son came home from school with a red balloon, and I was like, not today. <laughs> no. But I loved those movies. And I had far too many honorable mentions, but I narrowed it down to two. Um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein was such a cherished part of my life growing up that oh, every time I watch that movie, I will painfully cry because it's so funny to me. And Final Girls, that movie was incredible. I loved it. It was so interesting as a concept. I was like, let's go, let's go. I will say I think it's hilarious that uh, Universal still can't make an updated horror movie monster universe. They gave it a shot, made one movie, and went, oh, that was bad. What a bad idea. Yet they can make all these monster movies back in the, the 50s bring in Abbott and Costello to bring them all together in the same film and still have a better universe than what yeah. they tried to do in 2017. Right? Because uh. it's Abbott and Costello. Okay, Otis, how about you? Okay, so I'll go through the five first and I'll do the honorables, but uh, yeah, the first one that popped in my head was one of the first ones we did. It was like episode maybe three or four last year. Uh, was Host. Just a 45-minute scary movie. I advise anybody that just, if you want to be scared, if you got 45 minutes on your hand, 
Watch it. It is fucking good. Probably one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Em and Micah haven't seen it. We're going to sit down and just got 45 minutes in our lives, and we're going to watch this because they need to see it. They just got it. So I chose The Collection. It's one of my favorite movies that we did. Yes. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, My boy. uh, Arkin. Arkin. I'm going to say Armin. Arkin is one of the coolest like main characters I've seen in a long time. Uh, Big ups to another cop that I'm going to talk about later. But he was so fucking smart and he did not want to be involved with this shit. He's like, I got out. I'm good. He's like, no, we got to save that girl. He's like, I don't give a shit about this girl. I don't want to be here. He's like, well, help us get to the door. Okay. And then he gets in. You can say, Michael. And that, that movie make a great like haunted house slash escape room no. combo. No. Definitely. That oh. would that would be amazing. In that every whole, sense of the word, I will wait in the car. That whole warehouse was fucking awesome. And just, you know, it could have just been the same movie, like the the house, the way that was set up. Could have been the same old thing, but it it still kept it fresh. And I know that COVID kind of ruined getting the third one out on time but i god damn it i really really hope they can commit to putting that all together and bringing yeah. us that one even though it's straight to netflix let's, let's make it happen yeah completely it's like it's, yeah, it's done done yeah yeah there was some sort of directorial differences production differences between the production companies and the director and they couldn't come to an agreement after they like um because they were supposed to start shooting again in november or something of last year or february march of this year mm-hmm. and they couldn't come up with an agree they couldn't come to an agreement so they just canceled it sad face well we never know the oh, future. i'm gonna cancel them yeah, we we don't know the future, so hopefully they can work it out. Cause I I need to see, cause where my head was going, there was gonna be multiple bad guys. They were gonna come save their friend, probably a family. So it was gonna be Arkin and a new girl against a family of people that are really smart and like to kill. That was my idea for the third one. So I need to see it. Come on, Netflix, you've made lesser things happen with less effort. Right, right. So I need that. Uh, my third film, uh, Emma brought it up. It was The Final Girls. Uh, it was a film that Terrell brought up. He was like, hey, this movie's right up your alley. I think you'll love it. It's called Final Girls. I have the tw- <laughs> I have the text. I look at it a lot. This movie's absolutely amazing. It was one of our ideas that we came up with a scary film is that you get sucked into the film. And we went with the angle of, well, we're black. So we're like third in line to die. So if I keep everybody alive in front of me, I can't die. And then the monster would get weird because, you know, we're stopping things and making people change. And then we'd have like an asshole character become the new hero. It was, we worked out this whole movie a long time ago. It's really good. It's touching. It's cute. You'll probably tear up if that's your thing. You'll laugh. Definitely. The girl was like on all the drugs, just doing a sexy dance for the monster. Uh, It's great. (laughs) Oh, girls. Fucking amazing slow mo happened and like what's happening like we're running in slow mo it, it's fucking great uh obviously i knew this film was going to be on everybody's but one cut of the dead hands down one of the coolest movies 
that you will ever see. When the zombie film was happening, I was like, this is so shitty and I love it. And then it just got better. Every like 20 minutes, it was just a better movie. And I was like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I knew this was going to be the on everybody. The first time. The first time we watched it, I literally looked at Emma after the zombie movie had finished, and I went, that was like 25 minutes. There's no way this is the end. What the fuck? The, the credits are already rolling. What is happening? Emma had to literally pause the movie just to make sure that there was still movie left after that. <laughs> I, I swear Katie was like, wait, what? And I was like, there's, there's more. There's got to be more to this. And I was like, there's got to be. And then... My last film was Psycho Gorman. Uh, if you know me, that's yeah. right up my alley with silliness and, and just wildness. It's just it's a fucking space alien, demon, tr- trying to kill these little kids so bad. He hates them so much. And he, he learns to be even worse with the power of love. Power of love makes him stronger so he can destroy more things. And that's, that's so silly to me. Uh, it, his hunky boys... <laughs> he's here to protect the hunky boys uh not my hunky boys <laughs> he's like i care not for the hunky i boys. like hunky oh, boys <laughs> uh it's absolutely <laughs> amazing yeah i that movie made me laugh so hard so uh so go back uh, and watch that uh go back and listen to that episode because it's it's just pure gold oh yeah so some honorable mentions uh it was actually the movie that we did the week before, Wolf of Snow Hollow, that cop, Officer John, was a fucking really cool cat. Really, he had some issues, had a lot of issues, but that dude was hilarious. Just trying to solve this issue, it, find a werewolf in his town. He's trying to just fix that he this. didn't believe existed. Yeah, the whole time he's like, "It's not a fucking werewolf. Stop saying that." They're like, "It's werewolf, John." He's like, "It's not a fucking werewolf," and just him trying to deal with all the idiots around him. It was so cool uh that movie is amazing uh katie brought up invisible man to uh 2020 great movie uh like i said some triggery things there's nothing like visual that you see it's just how they show it it's a lot but damn it's good it is so good i just like that metaphor of that feel of dread when you're in a relationship like that and it's like i feel them just looking at me but what if they were in the room and you felt like you weren't alone the whole time? It's like, oh, he's invisible. It's such a good metaphor <laughs> for like mental abuse. Oh, uh, so good. Yep. Uh, Midsummer. That that's that's really a banger. Good. That's a banger. I don't yeah. Know the, the, yeah. And then all of the foreign films we watched. Yeah. Were just. Oh, fantastic. speaking of a foreign film, Gone Jam, Haunted Asylum. Oh, Gone Jam. I love yeah. that fucking yeah. movie. Like the last three minutes yes oh so good absolute banger uh katie doesn't like the ending they did show the monster a little too much at the end but i mean it, it was great all the way up until like the last like three minutes it's fucking solid <laughs> i have another uh honorable mention definitely the banana splits movie because what the fuck was that <laughs> That made it down to my top 10. Amazing. That was like number six or seven. I like, it was really hard for me to cut it out. Banana Slits was so fucking good. It definitely brought back Itchy and Scratchy Land vibes (laughs) with the killer robots. (laughs) 
Oh, that that one was good. Taking their cell phones and everything like that, so they could post on social media and what? Oh no, that that one was amazing. Yeah, that was a damn good movie. Okay, so now let's do our least favorite movie, Katie. <laughs> Rubber. That movie was <laughs> fucking atrocious. That movie not a single lick of sense. There was people watching this town being starved to death, eating poison chicken, turkey, whatever the fuck, while a murderous tire rampaged through the town. What a trash fucking movie. My God. The vibrating tire with destructive properties that could that like transformed into a tricycle at the end. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> it just it was so bad. Oh, it wasn't even they, like it wasn't when it goes off script. It wasn't one of those ones that was so bad. It was good. It was just bad from start to finish. There was. It was, oh um, God, I don't even have words to describe how bad that fucking <laughs> tricycle scene was, was the best part of that whole goddamn movie when the officer had to go off script and couldn't figure out what to do and he had to improvise. Yep. <laughs> and he just brings out the shotgun at the end. <laughs> yep. Just. Fuck, no, I love that movie. That movie was a fucking shit show. That movie was great. All right, Micah, what's your worst? Oh, my least favorite film was The Goddamn Exorcist. Holy crap. Think about the least scary thing you could have done with the evil character at the end. Hey. I'm gonna lick your balls. You wanna fuck me, don't you? What the fuck? Way to go way out of... Yep. No, the beginning, oh, okay. the the prequel. Yeah, yeah. It was like it's the first film on our list. Was it yeah, the yeah, first yeah. film yes. that we watched for this year? Yeah, that movie was garbage. Like they could have gone so many different directions with finding an ancient, buried, um, uh, Hagia Sophia or whatever it was. Oh, what? It was ancient Roman. Oh, uh, yeah. churches and shit. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, they they could have gone so many different directions, and then they just made this demon into this fucking snarky, awful voiced thing that didn't have any kind of punch behind it. Well, yeah. Have you it seen the scary. original it Exorcist? Wasn't... That's like, <laughs> that's what it is. It possesses that little girl, and then that little girl just spins that whole fucking movie asking the priest if she wants to fuck him or if he wants to fuck her it's it wasn't a well thought out like bad guy fuck me yeah yeah so that one is the top of my garbage list hey emma huh i hear you didn't like a movie oh more than any of the others which one could that have been i'm glad you asked micah that was so fucking dumb. Okay. Um, well, Katie already said rubber, so I'm going to move on to my second least 
Because rubber was poop, but it also made me giggle so hard I almost pooped. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Because that movie was the dumbest shit. That was I'm bad. like, you... You had this had nothing to do with anything. It wasn't even on Lake Placid anymore. It wasn't. It was a hundred CGI'd poorly, like kindergarten CGI crocodiles versus maybe a couple anacondas, but not really versus. They were just kind of simultaneously existing. So it's really fucking stupid. I had high hopes for that movie at the very start when they were in the trailer. And they yep. had the snakes and the alligator, and they were like crossbreeding it. I was like, okay, this is set out to be a good movie. Like, this is plausible. Okay, we're gonna get like some crazy hybrid thing. It's gonna be insane. And I need that fucking crocaconda. Then yeah, and then that thing fucking like the trailer explodes and all the animals get out, and then it's just awful. <laughs> right? <laughs> they just gave up. <laughs> like the first Fuck. ten minutes were good. Yeah, and the rest of the movie was just trash. <laughs> it was such poop. Otis, how about you? So, uh, doing the least favorite kind of tough for me because I can find a value in a lot of poop movies because I love poop movies. Uh, we watched a lot of a lot of poop movies. We watched a lot of good ones too, but I'm gonna have to go to that tried and true movie that I gave. One of the main characters, a nickname, and I've been saying it for weeks now. I'm about to say the movie with that curly headed fuck, <laughs> Dracula 2000. That's probably my least favorite. <laughs> that was not a good movie that we did. It's just weird. It's weird to see him with curly. And everybody hair. is welcome. I'm glad I could have. I'm glad I could have enriched all of your lives with that fucking like Travis Dracula enriched is a stretch redeem themselves for that horrible shit show <laughs> like it it had its spots but yeah media either that movie or hell I don't know I enjoyed Pinocchio's Revenge more than Dracula 2000 <laughs> Pinocchio's Revenge was a mess uh, yes, correct. <laughs> like I said I can find good out of everything or try but uh, but no, that that one was just it was silly. But uh, no, I'm I'm that was cool. So we're gonna do this every time we we get another collection of movies. When we get to next October, next next October, uh, we'll do the same thing again. So I'm very curious what our next top five will be. We'll review season three. Yeah, for season four, um, I have yeah, some we'll ideas. Yeah, review season three. Ooh. Yeah, review season three. Yeah. I have some ideas, some of the movies that I put on the list. Uh, I think a few of the new ones are probably going to be on that list. I know that new Halloween movie is probably going to be a banger. Uh, I know it's going to be on mine instantly. Uh, the new Candyman oh, yeah. is probably going to be on our bad boy. So, um, no, but I'm excited. I'm excited for this. So, does anybody have anything else to say about season two of of this podcast? No, everybody's just sitting quietly. Nope. Uh, no. Thank you for listening. Yes. To everyone who's been following along. Uh, let yeah. us know what your top five movies are that we talked about this year. You could tweet us or email us or talk to us on Facebook. Let us know what your top five were, what you thought you're the least, what your least favorite fucking movie was. 
um, if you've been following along and watching all these movies too. Or if you have a least favorite horror movie that we didn't mention that we haven't watched yet, send it our way because we like poop movies. Yeah. My go to said. Makes me smile. <laughs> yeah. I'd be willing to watch it. Yeah. I need I need a 30 word dissertation about why rubber is not the worst movie. That's what I need. It doesn't exist. It's the best. <laughs> so I don't have anything else. You know, you know what that means? You know what that means? In a couple of seconds, if you listen to this episode and you just let it kind of flow to the next one, you're going to start the Halloween Screamathon, the third annual Halloween Screamathon. God damn it. Oh, yeah. So let's get this bad. Welcome to season three. Season three, y'all. Um, like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. ton of cool new things happening. Going to be a lot of surprises. Um, I'm working it out. We're going to. We're gonna pop up on some other shows. That's another surprise that happened. So we're gonna it's we got some things happening. So I'm very excited. Got some got some horror people out there that, that want to talk to us. So um stay with us, stay with us. 31 scary movies coming up. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye guys. Hit us up on our socials at Allentown Pod or Allentown Presents at gmail.com or Allentown Presents on Facebook. Yeah. Now that's spooky. <laughs> Goddamn right it is. <laughs>